with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Donovan Mitchell's on the block. And where's Russell now? All on a summer league watching. Broncos drama botching. Role play Wednesday edition of the program. Let's go, Danny Bailey. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. What What to do, do, baby? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I am so sincere. Uh, thanks for being with us on a Wednesday here. Appreciate you guys. 9.03 a.m. in the Mile High City. I am Danny Williams. I'm along with Danny Bailey. The hair, they call him on the streets. Um, How are you, buddy? What's going on? How's life treating you? Life is good. I like that buff shirt. Thank you very much. It was a uh, birthday gift from my mom who went to CSU. So mm. she's come around. You yeah. Know? But... Yeah, everything's good with me. How's everything with you? Rocking the Rockies gear today. Love it. Yeah, I went to the game last night, took the kids, uh, grabbed this little piece up here. No big deal. Uh, it's a custom piece. you got to know somebody within the organization to have something like this. And then that's it. You know, uh, feeling pretty good about, uh, you know, the week. We're midweek already. A lot to talk about today. Uh, there was a little bit of a report this morning that the Avs and Kadri kind of one last little gasp to see if they can come up with something. It's not over yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Kadri has been linked to the Rangers for quite some time. You saw how close they were. Uh, maybe they think he puts them over the top. And then it's, you know, it's New York. So I'm sure they'll. Pay the price. I'm sure Kadri's going to receive, you know, money from a team that the Avs just simply cannot compete with. And that's it. We'll see what happens. If if Joe Sacken can pull this one off. I'm, You know, at this point, he's 30. So he wants years. You know, he wants years. He wants a seven or eight year deal where the Avs are probably willing to give him four or five years at some pretty good money. But, you know, this is Kadri's last kind of chance to cash in and kind of strike. So I ain't mad at him for that. Um, he, he, he might have more value or as much value as Nichutskin, uh, who we know got $49 million over eight years. So we'll see what happens with Kadri. He'd be, you know, he's such a cool guy, like a cool character to have on your team, you know? Um I hope there's a way. I hope there's a way they can figure something out. Um, saw something about Donovan Mitchell that was interesting to me. The Jazz, who it looked like were willing to almost move on anybody other than Donovan Mitchell, have now 
changed that stance and are now willing to listen to offers on the point guard. Okay. Uh, Ingles signs with, I'm not sure where Ingles signs on a one-year deal. Do you remember that? And then, obviously, Gobert goes to the Timberwolves. Um, so that team already has, you know, kind of been deconstructed. So, Donovan Mitchell gets me to thinking, hey, he was already a nugget once. Kind of, right? Would the Jazz be interested in the Michael Porter Potty Jr. Bones Highland package for the Spider? I'm going to come at you like a spotter monkey. So, Joe Angles went to Milwaukee. That's what I thought. Damn. Great depth for them on a one-year. Uh, good get. I like Joe Angles here, man. It's been sweet. But, uh, so, okay, you're, you're, you know, that's, that's what we have to offer. And some picks. We saw the price on Gobert. Pretty unbelievable. I don't know how Danny Ainge pulled that thing off. And why Tim Connolly would be willing to give up any chance or sense of having any other real future um, as he gets rid of five draft picks, basically. So Donovan Mitchell to Denver. Let's see. Let's put him in there. Let's, uh, let's plug him in. Okay. He is your point guard. Jamal Murray is your shooting guard. You got Aaron Gordon as your three. You got uh, as your four. Um, well, I mean, maybe you go smallish. Put Bruce Brown at the three. Sure. Keep, keep Aaron Gordon at the four, and then Jokic, Jokic of at course the five. at the five. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it's I mean, like, you could try to get Zeke Naji up in there. For I was some, kind of thinking that for some four minutes. I think you, you know, if that were to play itself out, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is the four. On this team, he's supposed to be okay. Yeah, but I thought you were trading him. I am. Mitchell. I'm just okay, saying okay. for anyone who's wondering what that, you know, sure, what's sure, that sure. hole? It's you know where Michael Porter Jr. was. Um, but imagine the firepower that you have. Aaron Gordon can play up against big or small. You find you a body, and you know you. I just think it'd be very hard to beat. I think you'd be as good as anybody. I think Donovan Mitchell would be an incredible fit here. Donovan Mitchell's the point guard. Jamal Murray becomes the Devin Booker. We've said, like, let it loose, you know, scorer. Um, I, I, it seems like it would be a great fit. I don't know that they would trade him kind of so close to home for him to go torch them, you know, for the next 10 years. But also, I mean, they we traded, traded him there. Yeah, and they also traded Rudy Gobert within the division. Yeah. So, you know, it's to, they're, they're, it's to the highest bidder. All the picks that they have, um, you know, Danny Ainge will consolidate and he'll find a way to turn Utah into what he did with the Celtics. I mean, his fingerprints are all over that thing. I mean, he did everything there with the Jalen Brown and the Jason Tatum and the Marcus Smart, all those guys. That's all Danny Ainge. And, you know, the Kyrie stuff and maybe some of the misses and maybe why the reason he is out of there now. But also, Danny Ainge has been a really good executive. So, you know, it's good for the Nuggets for the Jazz to be down. Okay, I think. Um, not only do will they kind of jump them and replace them in the standings, but also that they're kind of a rival who you want to, you know, um, go in there and be often. So, Donovan Mitchell to Denver. Again, when you're as close as the Nuggets are, any big-name guy 
you're going to kind of try to link up. But with a real true history between the players um, and the franchise, again, you know, you're hearing the Knicks. You're hearing, you know, the usual suspects, the teams who are here. Damn, imagine Donovan Mitchell in, in Boston. Again, they have Mark Smart, but one plays two, one plays point. You just kind of make it work. But I'll ask you this, Danny Bailey. Who would you rather? Okay, who would you rather? Don Mitchell, Bradley Bill. Donovan Mitchell. Why? A little bit younger. He's got more in the tank. He's just, he's kind of a different player. Attack the rack, make his own shot. He really, when you need somebody late in games, he's going to give you that. How about this? Donovan Mitchell or Damian Lillard? Yeah, I take Dame. The shot making is just much more elite. Woo! And in today's game, I feel like you need that. Damn. So then you take Dame over Bill. Correct. By the transitive property. (laughs) If not, my brain explodes. So, okay, let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. I just thought it was some interesting stuff. He will land somewhere. They will not. Would you take Mitchell over both those guys? I don't know. I have to think about it. I'll tell you on the other, other side. side. It's Mally Sports. When I met you in the summer, to my heartbeat. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. As the leaves turn brown And we could be together, baby Back in Roleplay Wednesday edition of the program 303-831-1340 The hotline as well as the text line Danny Williams and Danny Bailey I am at Tweet Danny on Twitter Danny is at DBailey5280 on Twitter You can watch us at MileHighSports.com That's always an option Easy option, audio quality, sweet. Check out this this uh, little hat, hat I got here, piece here. Um, put the camera on yourself, Danny Bailey. Good look at this hair. Nice. Whoa, that buff shirt's looking good today too, bro. Yeah, it's a you know felt yeah. like a CU day. Yeah. Let's go buffs. Let's go. Okay. Um, D two buffs. Or just it's disrespectful. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's they they need to do some winning. You know, I went to They beat Arizona last year in uh, basketball. That was dope. I was at that game. Yeah. Um, Kids rushed the court. I did not. You did not? No. You didn't go Too, old for that. Too old for that. You are? Bleep. Yeah. Nah, you could blend in. I could, but I chose not to. <laughs> I wanted the kids to have their moment. The students who are current students. Yeah. <laughs> You'd been like uh, Matthew McConaughey, you know, like they keep getting, you keep getting older, but they just stay the same a little bit. Yeah. Something like that. 
Okay. So, yeah, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Thanks for rolling with us this morning. A lot to talk about. Um, Do you know what? I think right now, this time last year, actually, we got some audio of this show from last year. On this day, we keep that kind of stuff. And I'm going to play, play the audio right now. This Denver Broncos quarterback situation, man, just sick of it. I don't want your luck here. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if life is worth living. All right, let's move on. The Jerry Judy stuff, guys. What's this guy's problem? Okay? He's going to be a great player. He's not going to be a great player. <sighs> My head's caving in just thinking about it. I don't know, man. Vic Fangio, I'm just like... I hate his guts. He's old. Reminds me of my grandpa, whose guts I hate, and he's old. End audio. Wow, man. You hear that kind of stuff we were talking about a year ago? Yeah, it's crazy how your voice is a little different. Yeah, I know. Or maybe it's the recording. I don't know. It's just the editing stuff. You know, technology's improved over a year. But all of the drama surrounding the team last year what you sertan justin fields is right there okay justin fields goes on to be the next great one but yeah we got a corner that's gonna help us imagine all the drama that this team would um i don't know be drowning in right now if they couldn't pull this russell wilson deal off i mean it would have been wild because if Russell Wilson doesn't happen, let's go look into that Hubble uh, James Kahn telescope thing um, right now into the future. Okay, let's go into the future. You ready, Danny? Okay, we're in the future. No, wait. We're in the past. Before we can move on to the future, we must take care of the past. Ray. Okay. <laughs> so... You don't trade for Russell Wilson. Oh, no big deal. We're going to draft one of those quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Which one? Um, Can he pick it? With small people's hands? Look. Here's... I got a picture here. Reenactment. This act, it's an actor only of Kenny Pickett throwing a football. Ready, Danny Bailey? Look. Hey. You got to put a glove on. Oh, yeah. I need a glove. But what I was doing here is I put my arm in my sleeve so I had, therefore, a tiny little arm with small little fingers. Exactly like Kenny Pickett. Okay? So I'm not sure what direction George Payton would have took this team in if Russell Wilson doesn't happen. But that's a multiverse and a dimension I don't want to have to live in. I don't want your life. Playing football at West Canaan might have been the opportunity of your life. But, but I, I don't, don't want, want your, your life. life. So, in the end, we're here, man. Which, what, which it's crazy because it feels like, I mean... This is Sports Talk Radio in Denver, Colorado. We could, you know, chop it up about anything. It's all good. It's easy work. All work is light work. Easy work. All work is light work. But for all the drama and all the 
crap and all the trash we're talking last year, like floundering. Where do we go? It's like we're just, um, we're just living a football life not worth living. Now, with Russell Wilson here, it's like, it's all good now. Yeah, man. Get back into the avalanche. Yeah, man. Let's talk about the Rockies for a sec. It just feels a little bit different. Feels kind of weird, but it feels good. Feels good. Because training camp is going to be here in T-minus 14 or 15 days. I lost track. Okay. And we're going to see it up close and personal. I not, not on my Twitter. I saw Russell Wilson pushing a sled, telling everybody how hard he's working. Quarterbacks don't do that. We did. I saw it. I'll show it to you. Dry land is not a myth. I've seen it. <laughs> but Russell Wilson put all that work. I need to see up close and personal. I need to be right there on the hill with JJ as to see him throwing a floater 3,500 yards or 35 yards, a perfect touch uh, to Tim Patrick for a touchdown You know, against good coverage. And I can't wait to see Javante Williams look like a men, uh, you know, a, a, a super, a superman uh, uh, against other really great men out there. This defense is good. But Javante, you're going to start to hear about how this guy now is an NFL player. His body's NFL ready. His mind is. And he's going to run through dudes. I love it. Because I think this guy's going to be incredibly special. And then, do you know, what? I'm not going to forget about Melvin Gordon. I'm not going to. He's he, he's a bit of a magoo. Okay. He's different. Okay. He's a bit different. I wouldn't follow his stuff on race relations. On, um, you know. <laughs> I was like, I saw that tweet he put the other day. I was like, whoa, interesting tweet. And then <laughs> I like clicked something and then it was like, this tweet's been deleted. I was like, wait, what do you mean? Hold on. I need to screenshot it first. And my phone let me go back to the tweet. I screenshotted it. I have it forever. But the Broncos made him pull that thing down. He's like, Y'all's are, y'all are soft. Y'all's are, y'all, y'all's. You can say y'all's. Yeah, you can say y'all's. I just did. He said uh, we're we're soft, but you know, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that's gotten that guy a bit of a reputation. But he is a good player. Melvin Gordon is a good player. I think Melvin Gordon's a top fifteen running back in the league still. Totally, maybe top twelve. Was good last year. Was really good the year before. Has not, you know, disappointed. Sure, he made seven million bucks over the last couple of years. That's a lot of money. It is, especially for a running back in this day and age, in this era. But um, he's a good player. To have these two running backs, man, they're going to be like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Maybe better. Imagine that. May be better. Best running back group in the league. It's not close. Niners probably got like four dudes who can run the ball. I respect it. Uh, Derrick Henry was out. Another dude came in. They ran the ball a little bit. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, that's, you know, the... 
The Eagles, they can run the ball. They got three guys who can run the ball. But I think the Broncos have two A1s. I think they have two A1s, and a one is an A++ in Javante. So, you know, Malik Reed. Oh, man. I don't know. Do we move on from him or what? Because, like, we got all these edge rushers. Sounds like a pretty good freaking problem to have to me. Sounds like a really good problem to have. This team is ripe and ready. You know, we've been competing in the AFC West for the last couple of years. We've been close the last few years. We. Me, Vaughn, and the team. I don't play for the team. And Vaughn plays on another team. But it's still we. We are, we are. The youth of a nation. We are. You know that one? Yeah, I think I've heard it before. <laughs> uh, I don't know who it is. I thought we'd done this a while back. Not Huba Stink. It's um, not Rage Against the Machines. It's like someone who wants to act tough, but they're not really tough. Let's see here. Yeah, that's right. Oh, turn that up a little bit. Let's scare all the other sports talk radio shows in town. Yes. Who is it? Hold on. I should be able to get this right. I got to hear it. Lincoln Park. Not quite. Damn. But it's Lincoln Park light. It does sound a little like Lincoln. Damn. You tell me. P O D. Let's go. Louder. <laughs> it's been a while since I listened to POD. All right, let's go. You ready? <clears throat> let's get it. We are, we are. You domination. Yes, I used to hate myself after this. I didn't even have one. POD. Is it their only one? No, they got some other ones. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I guess we'll find out on the other side. Danny and Danny, it's Molly Sports. Little Susie, she was only 12. She was given the world with every chance to excel. Hang with the boys and hear the stories they tell. She might act. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Yeah, it turns out P.O.D. is the greatest band of a generation. They got another one, too. Boom. Is yeah. That you of? I like that one. Me, too. For the very first time, I hate my stepdad. Okay, now, uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Uh, yeah, man. Um, talked about the Broncos last segment. The only bit of drama out there right now is just a little bit of people's reaction to 
Uh, the Russell Wilson, you know what we're calling European vacation. You know, Russell's been everywhere. He's done everything. He's been he's a he's been globe trotting with his you know superstar wife, Mister Unlimited. And some people, um, I don't know, man. Some people aren't taken to it very well. Yesterday, for example, and maybe the way he's putting some of his stuff out there. Uh, he has a tweet out there yesterday. I'm used to the doubt. I'm used to work, too. And it's him just doing a bunch of footwork drills, pushing that sled, all kind of stuff. So turns out Russell has eight guys who travel with him at a minimum. Eight. Eight people who travel with him um not two not two <laughs> not three not four not five not six not, not seven. seven hey hey there's a couple guys who were um do work on the quarterback stuff there's a footwork guy there's a massage therapist guy there's a couple stretching guys there's like a minimum of Eight people at any one time. Plus, there's probably if there's eight full timers, got to be ten. You know, two more part timers or do stuff when he needs something in particular. Okay, so you're thinking, I don't know what you think about it. What does that make you think, Danny? What's that? What is that? Well, you know, how do you take that? What is that kind of? Well, Draymond Green said on his podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, that athletes are not just athletes anymore. They're businesses. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to have a team. You need a team to run a business. And Russell Wilson needs a team to keep his game in yeah. check and also keep everything around well, the game in check, too. Draymond stole that from me. We've been saying that, you know, athletes are their own companies and entities for years and years and years. Okay. Yeah, they don't need a they don't need a manager. They need a CEO. No doubt about it. So I mean, again, that doesn't include Russell's agent, whoever the agent handler guy who spends a lot of time with him, especially when he's being taken from here to there. I don't know if they in his security detail people. Russell Wilson probably spends a couple few million dollars a year on all of these people, but he also makes twenty five million dollars a year, and he also probably thinks that a lot of that kind of stuff goes into him making all of that money, which makes sense. It's simple, okay? But I don't know why. Yeah, does that is there any problem with that? And maybe Russell bringing all these guys here in 14 days, Danny to training camp with them. We got to find some spot in the facility for these guys. Maybe one or two guys need some locker space next to Russell's locker. Maybe these guys are kind of going to get in the way of some of the coaching on the field, you know, coaching from the Broncos, you know, coaches themselves. Um, is there any issues with Russell having an entourage? I don't see an issue with it. I heard on another radio show. Whose? Uh, Name names. I think it was your buddy, Josh Dover. Okay. Because I only really listen to them in Mile High Sports. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to that show, and they were talking about how Wilson has his own guy who monitors like the heart rate monitor and will pull Russell from practice if he gets to a certain point, if he's gotten like a certain 
number of reps, a certain amount of physical exertion, they'll say, all right, time to shut it down. And that's someone outside the team. So I feel like that might be a little problematic. I can't verify that, but I heard it, I believe, from a reliable source. So other than that, I don't think there's a problem. Well, the Seahawks found everything that came along with Russell detrimental enough to be willing to move on from Russell Wilson. What I don't know. Was it a detriment thing or was it just a, when it's time, hmm. it's time? If I'm Pete Carroll, I got a Super Bowl ring, got a bunch of national championship rings. I don't know who these guys who are Russell has hanging around who I let hang around my practice uh, are, you know, acting like they got some influence and say, but if I'm Pete Carroll, I might not be cool with that. And if I'm Pete Carroll and I have the uh, backbone of the franchise behind me to be able to make any move that I might want to, uh, the franchise is then buying into Pete Carroll, believing that Pete can do what he did with Russell Wilson all over again. With Drew Locke. Uh, Maybe not with Drew Locke. (laughs) They're, They're kicking the tires on Garoppolo over there. As they should. Um, we got a text from uh, F. Lewis. He's got a couple this okay. morning. The most recent one, though, is about this very topic. He said, how many other NFL teams are worried about QB summer vacation? What is that? Big cheer. Are you kidding me? What is that? I think because his his wife is a big celebrity, some of that branding kind of stuff has rubbed off and come off on Russell Wilson. He puts it out there. He's got the logo. You know, you're seeing him in commercials, the subway commercials. He's doing some other stuff. Every superstar athlete has a logo. Okay, kind of. Not all of them. A lot of them. Tom Brady, Nikola Jokic. Roger Federer. Yeah. Tony Romo thinks that's one. (laughs) That's not helping my case. I shouldn't have mentioned the Romo one. But, um... I don't think I have a problem with it. You shouldn't. If we lose, then I'm like, okay, I've had enough of seeing you. I just saw you lose yesterday. I need to see you yeah, work out fair. on Monday or Tuesday. That's fair. I don't need to see you get, quote unquote, getting back to the grind. But the only problem is we ain't going to lose. We're going to win. This guy is a winner. Just that I'm a winner. And all the stuff that comes like with the showman stuff and all the extras, if you're not used to that or you don't think Peyton would do that or Elway never did that kind of stuff, that was a long time ago. Yeah, very different time. (laughs) Okay. And maybe they would have today. Even Peyton. I think Peyton's actually not Peyton. I mean, even Payne's so caught up in the preparation and the job and all that kind of stuff. He probably doesn't want anyone to see that work that he's putting in. Russell's not doesn't live through that lens, and he's unafraid. He wants to show people the work he's putting in because he thinks no one's working harder than him. Payton might not have been a huge social media guy, but still isn't. But he was in a ton of commercials towards the end of the career. That's a good right? point. Yeah, very true. So in a different way, he's I like that. showing the personality, putting his brand out there behind a rock-solid company. I feel lucky enough to have a guy at my quarterback 
position who people care about enough to him to do all that stuff. I think the hang up is, and I just realized that as I'm speaking is, I don't know if he's popular enough for us to be caring about him the way that he is perceiving himself and putting out there him, you know, his brand. And what I mean is, I don't know if he's as big a superstar as some of these other superstars. And like, actually, for me to say that, I know he's not. That's why he's here, though. I think that's part of the reason why he's actually here. Is because as the Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers kind of godlike status, you know, in terms of characters that they've become, in, in, at least in the sports world, he never achieved that. And then on the other side, he's been passed by by Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, these young quarterbacks. He's been falling somewhere in the cracks. Why? It's because of where he's played. It's because of their team motto and mentality. And maybe he wasn't doing enough of this stuff back then at the beginning. Whatever. But the truth is he's fallen in the cracks somewhere. And he isn't as big a star as any of those guys we mentioned until he wins another Super Bowl here. Then we love you and care about you all over again. And we appreciate you all over again. Like a great movie star who's like done it again. Tom Cruise, another billion. There's only been like like 40 or 50 billion dollar movies ever. And Tom Cruise is like a bunch of them. And he just did it again. So it's like, you know, Maybe not a perfect comp, but Russell's here because he couldn't get all the things that he wanted there, the fame and the winning. He wants the fame. His wife's a superstar. But he's smart enough to know that it ain't going to become uh, a superstar because of any posts he makes or how good he looks in a Esquire photo shoot with Sierra. It's about winning here. And I think he thinks Denver's given him his best chance of any of his opportunities to come and win because we know he was considering the Raiders, the Redskins, the there's the Saints, and there was another team or two. He chose here because he believes he can win here, and I believe he will win here, and we we're gonna get you know something very very magical and very special out of this run with him. I personally believe that, that U.S. Americans, such as <laughs> the Iraq. I like how she says the Iraq. Okay, uh, let's go to break. Come back. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Join the conversation. Am I right? Am I wrong? What do you think, Danny? I think you're right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll see once the season gets rolling. I just... If the wins are there, then I, I think sure, everyone's fine with it. I think what I did in that segment was try to accept and hear and acknowledge some of the things that people are, have said about him and are saying, and I see it. But also, it's not fake. It's true and pure. He's just showing us. And some people don't want to see it. I get it. Maybe it's a little too much. Overkill. I got it. But once we start winning, it's just part of what it is. He's got a brand. He's, you got to understand who his wife is. Well, We've never seen Peyton's wife in public. Maybe one or two times ever. Imagine having a, a superstar wife who's a, a, in, in the public eye. Big time. NDC Danny said, not sure about that, Danny. Top jersey sales right now is Russell Wilson. All right. We'll talk a bit more on the other side of Smiley Sports.
The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Mm-hmm. Now this is rock and roll. We had to play Marilyn Manson coming back after the news that just dropped. Well, Danny, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. Joe Sackick's done it again. As news drops, the Avs have re-signed defenseman Josh Manson to a four-year deal times about $4.5 million per season. Hey! You're... Dude's a perfect fit on this team. Uh, big defenseman, tough. Uh, man, flat out skate can do. All our guys are so versatile. Um, thirty years old, gonna get these guys being in the best of this guy's career over the next four years. Pretty sweet little get for the Avalanche. There was talk that he might have been able to command. He certainly could have commanded another, you know, five and a half times the same amount of years somewhere else. Maybe more money on one less year of of a contract. Why would you want to leave a situation like this? Again, if we're talking about he had, wow, man, he had six million dollars on the table per. That's six times, you know, that's four times one and a half million dollars more. That's six million dollars more money. That's you know that's a lot of money to turn down. Even if you go into a place to work that you don't like as much as the current place where you work, okay. But <laughs> Joe Sackick, man, I don't know how he's doing this. If they pull Kadri off, I'm gonna melt down. I mean, like I just will, won't believe it. I will not be able to believe it. It'd be unfathomable. It'd be. Without fathom. So, yeah. Great news for the Avs. Let's go. What do you think, Danny Bailey? Love it. I mean, the the additions that Joe Sackick made at the trade deadline were pretty much all contributors, especially Lekkonen and Manson. So I think bringing Manson back, huge. Um, they've already got great D-men. So... One more. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, who else is left out there? Who's, you know, because they thought maybe we could re-sign two of the guys, two or three of these guys. Well, we've done that. We've re-signed a couple of the guys, and we added uh, a, a starting goaltender at some pretty good money. He got a new contract as well. So, I don't know. Got to get hockey cap guy in here. J.J. Jerez. Who we get? Who's JJ's good. Ryan Bolding's good. Okay. Arif Dean's good. Okay. To get one of them. All right. Do you have the information? Yeah. You want me to try to <laughs> rustle that up for the second hour? Or yeah. Tomorrow try to get one for one, like maybe tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Thanks, buddy. Okay. A uh, couple minutes left in the first hour here. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on this. 
We'll try to sneak it in here without the uh, Good Morning Snowflakes guy hearing us. But LeBron James is critical of the United States effort to bring Brittany Griner home. So as she's kind of sitting in a, you know, jail in Russia, um, LeBron was on a podcast saying, how can she feel like America has her back? I would be feeling like, do I even want to come back to America? That's what LeBron said. That's not going to go over well with the MAGA crew. LeBron, you should just dribble the ball and shut up and stick to dribbling balls. <laughs> no, man, he could say whatever he wants, and a lot of people feel the way that he does. I'm pretty surprised America hasn't been able to work. They wanted to trade. We'll trade you, Brittany Griner, for one of the greatest assassins ever that's uh, living in an American jail. What, what do you think? How, how's that? Nah, you can go to keep Griner. It's like apples and oranges, really. <laughs> Do we have any alleged drug smugglers from Russia that we could trade them? Because that's what they're trying to claim she did. If they went there and they're American and they got, you know, it's like, why, what, what are we doing here? You know, you should just be in America. Unless you're working for us undercover, but we don't really worry about Russia. We don't really fear them. Can't even beat Ukraine. Ukraine's kicking your ass. So, I I'm I am surprised she's not home. But she should have known better, I guess. She had like some cartridges that was like marijuana. She had some marijuana, but it wasn't like a two pounds, you know, hidden in her luggage or stuffed up her butt or something like that. I don't know how you smuggle stuff. Sorry. But also, she's like a great star there. Women's basketball is a big deal there. She makes a lot more money playing on the team. She's played there on uh, for over five or six seasons. She's played on this team there in Russia. She's like a part-time citizen. She works there. <sighs> Damn, 110 days she's been detained. What is a that Russian jail excessive. like? What's a Russian jail like? Not, Our jails, you could like, but I mean, I don't know. You probably like hang out with bears, so that's kind of it's cool. like half animal jail. Yeah, I would imagine it's just it's like Russia, in, yeah. kind of in the wild, so the bears just come and go. As I was please. thinking the jails like where Rocky trained up there, like a cabin jail in the middle of nowhere. So even if you escape, there'd be nowhere to go. So it deters you from yeah. You know, they don't even have like fences and things like that. You can go, but you'll die out there. You'll be back. No? Is that made up? No, I think that's... Red Dawn? I think that's accurate. Have you seen Red Dawn? Yeah, I've seen Red Dawn. The old one or the new one? <laughs> Both. Yeah. Attaboy. <laughs> okay. Let's go to break. Enough with Brittany Griner. Good morning, snowflakes. Yeah, I'd just like to say thank you, President Trump. I love you, Mr. Trump. Thank you for trying to save this beautiful country of ours. All right. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Let's go to break. Come up. Wait, how, how did they do it? Right? I don't know. See, it's hard on the neck, I think. <laughs> I can't do it. There you go.
Yeah. That was when Will Ferrell was the backup. That was when... who? What's this guy's name? Damn. He was the star. And Will Ferrell was like the backup guy. He was a big star on Saturday Night Live. Um, he hurt his neck doing that dance. <laughs> Actually, no. He was in a wreck or something. It's like spine's messed up. It's spinal. Damn. What is his name? I don't want to go without thinking. Chris Kattan. Yes! Sounds right. Good job. He was a big star during this. All right, let's go to break some Molly Sports. Oh. 